Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. We finally all finished it, completed it. Nintendo Switch's first killer app. It also came out on the Wii U, but we're here today to discuss our experience with the title. So if you haven't completed the game, be forewarned, this is going to have a lot of spoilers. But how I wanted to start off this episode was each and every one of your guys' first experience, like for the first time playing through the game. We'll start with uh, you, Joe. It was just so open. Like the game was really, really open. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess one of the first things, like compared to other Zelda games, like usually when you start off in a Zelda game, you usually have a tutorial, you usually have like that those first opening areas that are really, it's kind of it's real rigid in what you have to do in the beginning. You know, usually, like, I always look back at um, Wind Waker or I look at Twilight um, Princess sometimes where like, you have, a lot of, like, like some fetch quests or they have you do some stuff that I've never really been a big fan of. And, it's, it, to be honest, it's kind of always been one of the things that's kind of kept me from going far in some of those games. Like, Twilight Princess, I spent a few hours in that beginning part, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just never went back to it. I was like, I, just, I don't like this. Uh, and I know the game probably got, you know, it, it did get better eventually but i just you know, i couldn't get over like that beginning but um <clears throat> with this one it was just so open it was like you can do whatever you want like there's nothing really stopping you from going anywhere you know mm-hmm. um so that was the, the very first thing with uh, uh, that i you know that caught my eye was just like wow this is just you know i can literally just go in any direction and you know and um there really isn't a lot of hand-holding, you know? It just, yeah, <clears throat> go, you know? I mean, there's story elements that keep, like, kind of guide you in the right uh, point, but nothing really to be like, yeah, you have to be here at this time, or you have to go fetch this, or go hop. It's just, you know, it felt, um, felt like it was Nintendo's first real attempt at something completely open-world, you know? Like, mm-hmm. really, I mean, you know, Mario 64, you know, looking back, it was open, but I mean, that was more of the sandbox style, you know, like each level was its own thing. Um, but with this, um, this really felt like an evolution, like a more modernized, in, in some ways, a more modernized version of what a lot of other adventure games were doing around this time, but using, you know, the Zelda IP. Yeah. That's how I felt. I just like how when you, when you start, you just do whatever you want. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I love about it. Like there was... Like you said, uh, it was a Skyward Sword. Does it really ha- hold your hand and stuff through all the tutorials and stuff? Uh, that one, I, I think it like it is very hand-holdy, but I'd say Twilight Princess in the beginning just took me. Yeah, because it, it had a huge tutorial. I remember playing that and I got tired of it too. And um, but I just I don't know. I was uh, I don't know, just going through it like the beginning and just just how open everything was. Like you could pretty much do anything in the beginning really excited me because like I think I said this uh I, I might have said this but like when you open the map you're like oh shit this thing is huge and I was like the first thing I thought I was like this is gonna be fucking fun yeah yeah because yeah. I like I don't know I just had a feeling that I was that I was gonna have a lot of fun with the with the game just because how open it was and then once you start playing more get more into it and just see just the things that you could do in the game mm-hmm. where you can go with pretty much anywhere you can go anywhere you want in this game it's yeah, just yeah. like there's games like Skyrim where you can cut through mountains, but you're not supposed to cut through mountains because it's like you kind of it gets buggy. Like uh-huh. you like you're not meant to climb mountains, and in and in this you like you could go anywhere you want. You climb any mountain. 
as long as you got the stamina and all that stuff. But yeah, just the just how open it was. It just really really excited. I mean, just like when you first come out of the cave and just how you see the the land. Was it the Great Plain? Was it the Great Plateau? Yeah. And you just see that you're like, dang, it's like, it just look look really nice. No, I mean, like, I think that's what catches everyone the first time you play it is just how how big it is. And then when you get to, you know, you open up the map even more, going to like the little the, the towers to open it up and use your uh, Sheikah slate to expand it, you kind of go, holy shit, it's even more. Like how vast and how big that world is. It's crazy because it's like you got mountains, slopes, you got different areas. So every place seemed like it had something hidden in it. You know, like it. it yeah, it was just there, there would just be so much stuff, and even after once you start, what it does differently than most like open world games is the ability to kind of go anywhere. Like you were talking about climbing, um, if you weren't hitting up against the wall, like as in the edge of the map, you could climb anything, mm. depending on your stamina. But you could basically shortcut everywhere but there wasn't really shortcuts because you could enter any area any way you wanted to there was never any uh, wrong way yeah what'd you guys think of the the combat like this being actually like Bethel, like you've played i, I want to say your first zelda was uh a link between worlds mm -hmm. and this <clears throat> being like your first kind of full-fledged 3d you know, you played a bit of Twilight Princess, but you kind of dropped it after a while because you had the Wii. Mm -hmm. But, like, this being your full playthrough of an actual Legend of Zelda game. How's the that? combat? That, well, combat, but also, like, how you feel with this being actually your, like, full-fledged one. Um, That's not a top-down Zelda. I mean, I can't really compare it to anything else. Uh, you know, I mean, any other um, Zelda game, but... Uh, just, I don't know, just, like I said, like, it, you could pretty much do anything you want. Like, you could play the game however you want. Mm -hmm. Like, at start, when you first start, you can fight any, any divine beast however you want in, in no certain order. Like, how was, uh, combat for you in the actual game? Uh, at first it was kind of hard to try to do the pairing and all stuff, but once mm -hmm. you get the hang of it, it's really helpful. Like, yeah. it just... Instead of just hacking and slashing like any other, like you would in like uh, any other Zelda game, I feel is there any any? I mean, you could dodge and roll and stuff, right? But yeah, like I think like the more refined um, when the combat went to Ocarina of Time, I felt it was really redefined in Wind Waker, uh -huh. and then kind of never really improved after that until now. Like I even even to like yeah until now, but even like Twilight Princess or Skyward Sword. I felt like the combat in Wind Waker was better than the the games after. Oh, okay. Like that Wind Waker had the better combat in my opinion. Mm -hmm. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so the, the it it did help a lot like just just um dodging especially when you're fighting uh like the bigger monsters. Yeah, yeah. Just being able to either parry or just dodge out of the way so you can just do the, the was it flurry combo or something. Mhm. Mm just to so you can perform that and then um just the wet the weapons you just collecting bigger the 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 further you get into the game the the stronger the weapons are yeah uh just the i mean i'm pretty sure a lot of people complain about this just the, how the weapons break yeah the weapon deterioration that's what i was actually gonna say like what do you guys think of that if mm, i didn't have too much of a problem with it mm -hmm. because i mean towards the end you, you could find some really strong weapons easily mm -hmm. but there's some of them for me i felt like i had like the i like the combo with the shield and then like a hand with like a one-handed sword yeah i like that more than like anything else because it like just more felt more comfortable or, yeah yeah, yeah then it's maybe it's fun using the spears and all that stuff to throw to throw and stuff but mm -hmm. i i prefer just having like a the shield and and the sword but yeah just uh the weapon deter deterioration wasn't too bad but i i wouldn't had a, I wouldn't have had a problem if it just, like, uh, if it didn't just, uh, if they just got rid of that. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. Like I, I hear people complaining about it, but for me, it wasn't that bad because they're, they're they're easy to find. Yeah. 
I think in the beginning, um, in the beginning, it's a little exce- excessive, and maybe it's just because, you know, not being used to, you know, that. But in the end, I didn't really find it. It wasn't really a source of frustration for me. Like, you know, eventually, yeah, sometimes you'd get like in the middle of a battle when one breaks, you're like, ah. But I mean, you wasn't really there wasn't really anything stopping you from like switching it real quick, and yeah. you know, you get back in. So it wasn't a. It, uh, it wasn't anything that I'd consider like a deal breaker, like that I could really say that it negatively impacts the mm-hmm. game. Um, I guess just a mild annoyance from time yeah. to time, but well, that was it. Like it, what was cool about it, like if your weapon broke, you could just easily switch it without yeah. without either like because there's some games that you could switch, but you have to like switch while you're running around and uh-huh. stuff. Right here, you can just like it pretty much pauses the game, switch to a different weapon, and then continue fighting. So mm-hmm. that's I mean that that really. That made that that was something I really liked about it because I don't I can't even think of what game but there's some games that you just switch weapons like yeah. either hitting like the D pad like fucking uh-huh. scrolling through it while you're running around yeah mm-hmm. so that's that that was really GTA does that yeah except the newer ones but the older ones you had to like for me the, with the weapons breaking like you know people who who defending it which I don't I don't dislike it that much but. When people would defend it and say, well, you know, it makes you learn other weapons. It's like, yeah, okay, cool. I, I understand that. Like, it makes you learn weapons. But how come everything in the game, like, you can upgrade your your whatever type of costume you have, either it's armor or a fabric, you could upgrade it to be stronger and more durable. So when you fight stronger enemies, you're not getting, like, one hit. It, it, you know, you're more protected from getting hit from enemies. Um, weapons are the only thing you can upgrade, you know, in, in the game. So for me, it was more by the time I'm a hundred, a hundred to 130 hours in weapons breaking get, gets annoying because I'm finding stronger enemies and sometimes it takes a couple of whacks mm-hmm. and it breaks. And yeah, I'm probably by that time I got enough Kuroko seeds to upgrade my weapon slots and everything, but it got kind of tedious having okay now this weapon that weapon i and then i have a weapon in there that's a little bit weaker so it's taking a little bit longer to take out the whatever enemy i'm playing or fighting against um that was my only thing was like well why wasn't there anything where i had to earn to upgrade it why couldn't you know i assumed playing through that game in the beginning i'm like oh, okay you're getting all these upgrades for different things that you're probably gonna meet a blacksmith in a village and he'll whatever weapons you want like you don't have to upgrade all of them but weapons that you want that you really liked and you want to keep will upgrade maybe like last a little bit longer but if you find the secret stuff he'll like forge it and it's like perfect it will never break that never happened Uh with all with everything you can do in zelda that was the weirdest thing to me um and that's where i kind of it made no sense Mm -hmm. And and the defense of like, well, that you know they break, you, you, so you can learn. It's like it, it falls flat. Like after 130 hours, I want to be able to use the same weapon I like. Mm-hmm. Shit, after 130 hours, I have the master sword and it breaks yeah. and it recharges, but I still have to wait. Yeah. Now with the DLC, the Trials of the Sword, you can have it where it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Like okay, cool. That's but that's something I had to buy though. Yeah. You know, like I wouldn't have. I would have liked to earn it or do something. Yeah. You know, I still got to earn it, but I still bought it in yeah, a yeah. DLC pack. But um, I don't hate it, but it just that was the only thing that never made sense to me. And the defense for it. I didn't think it was a big deal either for the Master Sword to break. I mean, it sucks that it breaks then, but it is, what is it, like six or eight minutes for it to regenerate? So, I mean, you can still I, mess actually, around and do other stuff. I think it's stuff. actually shorter, to be honest. Yeah, I don't it's think not it's that long, long, so I don't think, I mean, it's it, it wasn't a big deal. I was just like, oh, I just used this uh, other thing for, for, for the meantime. Yeah, but at the same time, it's the Master Sword. You know what I mean? It's like the, 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 the what, the Bane of, the Evil's Bane? What, what do they call it? Like, I don't know. It's like the, it's the sword that's always killed Ganon. You know, it's, it's like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. You can use it when you're fighting Ganon and it doesn't break. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, but. Or any Guardians, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. it won't break either. But I just, uh, it's weird, you know? Like, I get it, but mm-hmm. you know, I could upgrade it now. So. What about, like, exploring villages? Like, how what, how would you guys, like, exploring the world? <clears throat> like, what was the, what was your routine? Like, how did you guys play when you were going around? Like, were you more, for me, I mostly, a lot of the times I would, instead of, like, by the time you can get a horse, 
I didn't want to because I'd rather just go on foot and see what I found when I'm exploring yeah. things. You know, I, I, I did it, more on foot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, I feel like when you're on horse, when you're on the horse, you miss a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I like to look through everything, like not everything, but I like to just move my camera around, and just like look at it, look at the world. I felt like after a while, the the horse, it was cool, like getting them, like mounting them and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. and that little mini, whatever, like mini game, what it was, was to uh, to try to uh, make it your horse so you could take it to the stable, but. It just felt useless after a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, because uh, I would, I would, I wouldn't follow any of the, any of the trails. I would just cut through the mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just had fun doing that. I would get up to the top of the mountain, then I see a village. I'll just fucking glide down to the village. Uh, that so I just I, I had no, no use for a horse in the, in the game. Um, but I, I did like that giant horse that I got. There's a, there's I still a, haven't done it. There's a quest where you find a, this I've gigantic it, yeah. horse. It's crazy. Horse. I call How it, big is it? It's huge, dude. It's bigger than uh, any other ones. Yeah. You, like big. Like if it links on top of it, does he look like a little midget? He looks small. Yeah. Yeah, but compared to the other horses, it's fucking really big. Can you too. keep that horse? Yeah, yeah. I put him in a stable. I, I remember I named it Big Hyena. <laughs> 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 you can, it's part of a mission. When you did you complete it, they're like, oh, you can keep it. Yeah. Is that, you is just that, take it to the stable. So. Holy shit! And how are they at the stables? Like, oh crap. Yeah, they say they mention that like oh, how big yeah. it is. Yeah, and you get it's sometimes like it's you know how there's skeletons in like at night. Mm-hmm. There's like fucking skeleton horses too, so you get those and you take them to stables. Like that's not a horse. Like cause it's it's fucking dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't let you like it doesn't let you own it. I remember when you got it and I was like, take it to the stables, take it to the stables. <laughs> before I think I was like, before, before the sun comes time, up, yeah. before before the sun comes up. And then you're like, oh, they won't let me. And I'm like, oh, that fucking sucks. (laughs) I hear if you're on one of those horses and the sun comes up, it screams and explodes. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it hurt you? Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I got to do that. I got to try that out now. Yeah. But uh, talking about that, like, I would be amazed with, like, it's crazy because you see a lot of open world games, you know, and and, um, we're used to them. But this is like the first open world game from Nintendo, and you could see it in the small details of things. Anything from like characters and interaction to like character dialogue or ways to find puzzles or or do things, or even the world itself with like the lighting, either when it's raining, and I know like rain kind of sucks sometimes in that game, but like just how they made the world for it being Nintendo's first time, they did a lot with open world that most open world games don't really do that fine little detail you know oh was there any villages that you really liked any any i uh, just like going to like kakariko village because i would sell my stuff buy stuff there is the most uh easily easily accessible uh mm-hmm. village with shops and stuff so i would just i, I was looking at my um was it the trial that what was it called the oh the the hero's path yeah the hero's path and i was looking on at it DLC. you see me you see me teleport there a bunch of times because <laughs> i would go there buy food or or cook or something because it was it, everything was there so it was, it was yeah. easy to just get to and buy stuff sell stuff uh-huh. so that's that was more my most um visited village now i'm forgetting the names but what would you guys think of like when you would explore You'd run into like the the rock giant rock goblins. What were they called? I forget. Um, or the stathos, like golems, or something? Which ones were the like beasts? What do they call again? Uh, uh, Xenox, Hanox, Hanox. Yeah, the Hanox. You'd run into them, or you'd run into like the Cyclops ones. Again, I'm forgetting Wait, those the, are the names. Hanox, the Cyclops. Uh, the yeah. Um, you run into them, just like little mini bosses out in the world, and then like discovering two of the dragons. Like how was how was that? Like I think the first one was the the rock. The rock ones, the giant mm-hmm. ones that would just come out of the ground. I didn't get to those. Uh, I remember seeing you, you uh, or Cody play it, mm-hmm. and then um, <clears throat> just seeing that the giant Hinox, the Cyclops. No, no, I'm sorry. The the rock. I think they called yeah. golems or golems? something. Yeah. But I remember seeing Cody fight it, and he just couldn't fight it because he had like shitty weapons, yeah, like yeah. sticks that he was fighting with. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was crazy. I was like, fuck, that's that's pretty cool. I just climb in and fight it. There's like certain certain spots and. Pretty much every monster like has a certain spot where you can just mm-hmm. hit it and it's kind of vulnerable. Uh, but I was playing by myself once and I just saw this gigantic monster, the Hinox, just sleeping mm-hmm. by himself. And you hear like you could hear it breathing, but you see the bubbles coming out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I took a picture of it because I just thought it, it looked it looked funny. But I was too scared to fight it because I was so weak. Mm-hmm. But then after a while, like once you start 
getting stronger weapons. It's they're like really easy to to beat. Uh, the first time I saw the dragons, I was I just I didn't know I didn't know that that was gonna. Yeah, I thought I had to fight them, and yeah. I was scared. I didn't yeah, want to. Yeah, so I was like, "Fuck, what the fuck?" It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like a couple of them, right? There's like three or four. There's three. Is it three or is it four? I think there's. Four. There's a yellow one, or is it a yellow? A red one, green one, and a red one. There's a purple one. Purple one. I think there's a purple one up in a in a frost mountain. I forget where. Yeah. Um, and then that's a little quest thing. Because it's like it's like. You have to get a scale or something. Is it's it? fuck. What happened to it? It got um. Oh yeah, yeah, that's stuff on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that so, was a fun one. Yeah, um, but just seeing that, I, it, it was scary because I like I was <laughs> I wasn't sure if I had to fight it or not. Uh, just the music for that too. Just it sounds like really ori- oriental. Is that it? Yeah, is that, is that racist? Oriental. So. <laughs> sounds really like uh, Asian sounding instruments. Uh-huh. And just the music on it was really nice. Um, uh, I remember just climbing up. Uh, I forgot. I think it was a tower, and then looking at a uh, Mountain Doom. Mm-hmm. That was called Mountain Doom, right? Mountain Doom or uh, Death Mountain. Death Mountain. What's Mountain Doom? Is that Mario Kart? Yeah. Oh, what is Mountain Doom? Know. Fuck, that sounds familiar. Mountain Doom. I don't know. Huh? Death Mountain though. Death Mountain. Um. <clears throat> and just seeing the 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 beast there, I didn't I didn't know what it was. I just remember oh, the seeing, divine beast. Yeah, yeah. I just remember seeing this giant lizard on on this volcano. I was like. Fuck! What the fuck is that? It was pretty scary. And then, like uh-huh. around that time, there was like the the blood moon. Mm-hmm. It's called blood moon. Right? Yeah, yeah. So that happened. I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? It was like it was the first yeah, time yeah. I had ever seen the blood moon. It fucking scared me because just the music is like, what's gonna happen? I thought it was gonna. Be, <laughs> I thought something was gonna happen. It was gonna make the game harder. I was like, fuck, man. I was all mm-hmm. like scared that I had to had to like fight these crazy monsters but all they do is just they revive right the ones you killed yeah they revive and then stuff gets respawned yeah. like enemies and I think like and there's like certain things that you items, can but certain things that you can cook during that time that'll give you like certain oh boosts. really yeah oh okay I read about that I just I don't know what what you can do I know I know during like like right before I think it's like right before the blood moon when mm-hmm. it's kind of coming you can cook something in a some, some sort of potions or something but yeah, but yeah the, the first time I saw that blood moon it was fucking it was pretty scary just because you see the clouds moving really fast mm-hmm. and kind of just made me think of uh what game was it the what's the other game was it with the giant moon just coming out the uh majora's mask yeah just made me think of that i was like is something like that gonna happen or yeah, like, yeah 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 What'd you guys think of the shrines? They had uh, how much? 120 shrines total, mm-hmm. and they consisted of different types of puzzles. Either they could be puzzles, where it was, um, yeah, puzzle based, combat, um, combat based. based, or motion based, motion control based. Which, give or take, a lot of people liked it, a lot of people hated it. But for, what, what'd you guys think? For me, the shrines were like my favorite part of the game. Yeah, there were like Just, mini puzzles yeah. that were usually in dungeons. Yeah, yeah. so like it's. Just yeah, just either just finding them or you, sometimes you find them by accident. But just mm-hmm. uh, looking for them, it was really fun, and then actually getting to do them. Like some of them were frustrating, but some of them were like really, really fun. Yeah. Uh, the combat ones were cool, but they're I mean they're all the same, so you kind of just expect to fight. But the puzzle ones were the ones that are, that are the, the most fun. Mm-hmm. Some of them like really thought out. Some of them use emotion stuff that didn't really work out for me very well. I know, like you had a lot of trouble with the motion stuff, and yeah, the motion control stuff. In in the shrines were not perfect, mm-hmm. but some of them were good. But there yeah. was one of them, the the maze one. I think that was everybody's, everybody's mm-hmm. uh, the ones they didn't like. Uh, yeah. yeah, I just I felt like a genius, but I think a lot of people did the same thing with the maze. Uh, I just flipped over my, uh, I just because it was so bad that I ended up like mm-hmm. moving my controller like in a weird way and like, and it would, I don't know, just it, it sucked. All I did was just flip over the the little platform mm-hmm. and let the ball. You got to take a ball to like another platform yeah, yeah. so you can pick it up and take it to like a. Uh, I don't know where it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. All I did was like, turn it, flip it over, on its on its back, let the ball fall, and they flicked it onto the platform. Mm-hmm. 
And I did it. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm the smartest man alive. <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of people did that. Um, but yeah, the, so it wasn't too bad, the motion stuff, but uh, just on that one. Anything yeah. else was okay. It wasn't great. Mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't, if, like I, was, I think I told you, let's say if this game was on the Wii, on the motion stuff, uh-huh. it would have fucking sucked. Did I say that for this game? Oh, no, I said that for ARMS, but I yeah. you say, you say the same thing about this game, too. Like yeah, it, yeah. It, um, what was crazy about the shrines, too, is you can tackle it really any way. There wasn't mm-hmm. really a right way to tackle yeah. certain puzzles, and sometimes people were creative. You can see stuff online where this isn't a way to pass it, but people figured it out. Yeah. You know, like... Just, like, skip, skip through yeah. it. Like, yeah. There were a lot of puzzles that were electricity-based, and you had to take a lot of the, uh the metal objects in there like the the block metal objects to connect the currents of electricity and people found out well in the game how it works in the game metal's metal and you know water's water and what have you you know all the elements and someone had nothing but metal swords and just threw it on the ground to connect the current they they never moved any of the the set pieces that were in the actual puzzle to past the puzzle they just used their weapons and it worked and they they basically wasn't cheating it was just another clever way of doing it yeah and because that's how it worked in that world and the yeah. formula they created in that world i mean i didn't go i didn't do all of them because there's so many and i i i definitely would go out of my way to, to do them when i saw them uh and for the most part they were a lot of fun yeah i mean i i think um i i also wasn't a huge fan of the motion ones in some cases but i mean there weren't very, i mean i didn't have to go through a lot of those but uh the combat based ones and the the puzzles were cool they were they were in, i felt like for the most part they were inventive and nothing was really alike so i mean as far as variety goes it was there and uh i i thought they were fun they were good it was definitely a high point of the game mm-hmm. the puzzles in general the shrines were fun getting into the divine beasts uh, the four different divine beasts they had in the world and i think as you were going throughout the game going through shrines and exploring the world i came to realize that i think what the dungeons are going to be are a part of the actual divine beasts when you get into them and that's what it ended up becoming Mm -hmm. was entering the divine beasts going in through the divine beasts and it was its own dungeon not Mm -hmm. as big in it as it like advanced as a dungeon in a regular zelda game because you had a lot of those pieces that were part of the shrines Mm -hmm. around the world but uh you know very interesting and 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 creative ways of exploring it um and then from there having like um how they usually do like a little mid boss and then the final boss toward the end once you activated each of the shrines um sheikah slate's portals in each part um of the game but that that's like had Bedel said earlier that you can tackle any divine beast in any order whatsoever in that world um how did you guys think that the divine beast stuff worked in your in your opinion like did you like it like was the that actual something- dungeons themselves like the puzzles were cool uh-huh. um they were you know in a lot of cases they were just you know bigger bigger versions of of the puzzle shrines in a lot of ways um the ability to because every divine beast had some kind of a uh, a a hook to it that you could move somehow. You could definitely like move the beast in one way or another or mm-hmm. do something to help guide you. And in, in, in the puzzle was, was cool. And every one of them was different. Um, so I, I'd say like the puzzles themselves, getting through them and getting all the secrets was a lot of fun. Those were really, really cool. Um, and then moving on to the actual boss fights, uh, I wasn't a huge fan of them, to be honest with you. I think there was one of them that I did enjoy that I found myself like really kind of liking. And I'm not saying that they were bad. Like, they weren't terrible in any way, but I just... Nothing really... Nothing really... Stuck out to me. Like, mm-hmm. about them. Or, or, like, I'll be like, oh, man, that was so cool. Or, like, memorable as far as boss fights go with them. They just... They were what they were. Besides the the structure of the place, uh-huh. you know, everything looked the same. Yeah. As in, like, the interior and everything. And when it came to the bosses, they were just different types of a Calamity Ganon. Uh-huh. And yeah, like you end up missing the giant spider where you have to shoot its eye mm-hmm. or a giant octopus or just some creative thing. That It's not that it's not creative mm-hmm. with whatever, with the storyline they were going for. Um, after a while, you're like, okay, this is how this divine beast is going to, or the, the, the Calamity Ganon, whichever version mm-hmm. is going to look. 
and then it's just same thing like any other one but i think you miss the the aesthetic the look the mm-hmm. the you know like you know the boss is a representation of what the dungeon is mm-hmm. so like the first time you you know you play um the first dungeon which is inside of the the great dooku tree in ocarina of time you can kind of figure out over time like okay you're seeing a lot of spider webs you're seeing a lot of certain things that you're using like weapons you get the the bow and arrow you're gonna probably fight a boss where you have to shoot the eye you know and then it becomes the spider you know and there are themes due to the divine beast where locations but i'm talking more of like what the actual final boss part would be mm-hmm. i think the <clears throat> getting into the beasts like the little uh-huh. Know, segments little, like yeah, the little segments they had in, to try getting to get into in. the beast uh-huh. and the actual puzzles to get to the boss fight were a lot more fun than the boss fight yeah the boss fight just like it felt like uh, it was just like oh here the boss now fight the boss that's it well i think but it was because it was uh-huh. i mean for me they were too easy yeah well i think i think all of us i'm not sure i think this is what i get usually from everybody is and again it's any order you want you want to start it off but it, it sounds like any divine beast that you start off with your first one the boss is the hardest one in that first one, and then you kind of get it throughout every other one. I mean, they all kind of end up being the same. Or you figure out what the little <clears throat> shtick is to, to take them out. But yeah, you're right. They all end up just being the same. You have to hit them in the center of that little to take it's like it. Like an sometimes. eyeball yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know. Like, uh huh. Yeah, the little target, main target that you gotta hit. Yeah. But yeah. With the story of Breath of the Wild. Um, with what Nintendo was going for in in open world game, go wherever you want. You notice that this didn't have it had a story and it had a pretty good story, but it was they had to make sure that the game the game story could be something where you can attack it in any direction without being lost. Because you had the uh, the memories that you'd have to find out through through Hyrule, and you, you know you, depending on which divine beast you you go to, you uh, find out the story behind the champion, the champion of that that area, and and you know the divine beast that they ended up owning. Um, but what do you guys think of the the story in Breath of the Wild? Um. All in all, it was it was okay. I mean, it wasn't. I don't know. It was such a. It, it wasn't. I mean, for such a large game, and like for so much, um, for as large of a game it was, I want to like I don't want to say it wasn't a good story. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it was a sparse story. It yeah. was told in a lot of, like just very like you yeah. got your bits and pieces, you got your you know like the memories, you got some story bits like that, but it really was um, like if the game was half its size, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, which would actually be a negative, and, and I feel like because it yeah, was a really yeah. good game, but if it was half the size, I think that story would have been more. I think it would have been a. I guess more impactful. I don't want to say it like it, I, yeah, I don't want to yeah. make it sound like it's not impactful. Like it yeah. wasn't like I mean, because it was, it was your, just like a short it's basic your, story, it's your typical like, Zelda story, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but it probably would have like had a little bit more, like, uh, uh, to it. In a shorter game, but because mm-hmm. it was such a large game, you can go very long portions of the game without really getting the story. Yeah. And you're doing story missions and stuff like that, but there's not a lot of cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And most of those cutscenes are tied behind. A lot of those cutscenes are tied behind the um, the uh, um, the memories. You know, the, those, mm-hmm. those pictures. Mm-hmm. Those um, tell more of the story than anything else. Yeah, and then like you know, once you go through, I mean, each one is different, but you know, when you go through each divine beast. It's a different, it's a different, like, you know, you get the story, but it's basically the same story every time, mm-hmm. you know, like the champion was defeated and now is, you know, up there and... But you get to know a little bit about the do. champion yeah. and, and yeah. the relationship Link had with that champion yeah. as well. So, I mean, I, I like I said, I, I don't want to downplay that the story wasn't very, very good. I just feel like just because it was such a large game, you know, you'd go so far... You kind of forget what, yeah, <laughs> what the story is about because mm-hmm. yeah. there's not, not that many cinemas. I do agree, though, like, the, 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 like there, there were, within the whole entire story... Like with the divine beasts, there were those self-contained like moments of closure for each champion. Like you mm-hmm. got that, which was cool, you know. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. all in all, I had no, I, it was cool. Uh, the, it definitely kept me going to the, you know, I, I definitely yeah. want to play it, but I just, it's just hard. To, even now, it's hard for me to remember because like there's these long gaps in between each one. Yeah, yeah. Where I would go. Mm-hmm. Well, each one like for the for each each beast, every um, 
there's like a village to it that 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 champion well each champion mm-hmm. they like become kind of like a legend to that I guess that species mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool like they, they kind of they have some people have statues of them and just kind of tell it's like a his telling telling stories when like pretty much like war stories when they were yeah, younger yeah. just how, how great of a person somebody was that's I just that's, that's pretty cool even though it's like really really short stories but yeah, yeah. Still it's still pretty cool, neat, cool yeah. to know the backstory of each each character Nintendo was very vocal that the, the reason the story was the way it was was this was you know it being the first time they had such an open world they didn't want to constrict the player into having to go to certain areas like mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want because <clears throat> they at that time when they were working on it they couldn't they said they couldn't figure out a way to do it without having to be like okay you can only go in this area for now like they didn't want to they really wanted wanted you to go wherever you want to but if you need to hit like certain story beats like okay they have to be here Mm. we have like how do we lead them here because they're if they go this way there's no way to you know they didn't want like oh this only activates here besides finding memories which Mm -hmm. like you could or you couldn't you didn't have to find those little memories that were scattered around they said at the time they haven't figured it out yet not saying that there probably is a way, but for the time when they were working on it, they couldn't figure out any way to to put more into the story. Like, there's a story, but to, to not constrict the player, you know? Plus, like, in open-world games, sometimes I feel like if you um, if you put too much of that, it, it, you get caught up in getting taken out of the game, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, especially when you got a game that's cutscene-heavy or has a lot of moments where you just have to, like, read uh, text dialogue or even just listen. Like, I, and, and I know this is crazy to say this but like a game like um like the witch it's not really crazy but witcher in skyrim you know there are a lot of moments in skyrim where you got to stop and talk to someone and it basically impedes your movement yeah. you really don't get to move forward and then like depending on how often you stop or for starbinds you just it stops <clears throat> so um yeah i i i think they did i think i i in some cases you know as long as the story is i mean if it's got a decent story like it did you know less can be more mm-hmm. and i mean you know i think it it served its purpose for the game. So I was cool with it. I want a backstory of uh, how Zelda got that booty. <laughs> <laughs> if it's genetics or she trained it. Yeah. For you guys, what were some of the things that you didn't really like in Breath of the Wild? Was there anything? Um, so the biggest one for me, uh, o- over time, um, some of the effects of the um, weather, the weather, yeah, were, were, were I mean, I, I understood mm-hmm. why, but also felt like they could there was ways they could have gone about it without be, being so annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, like not being able to climb, you know, when it's when it's raining, I yeah. get it, you know, but you know, it just so it seemed a lot of the time like when you needed to climb something, it fucking rained yeah. Yeah. or something like that. Also, the uh, the thunderstorms were a fucking pain. In, I mean, and I get like thunderstorms, yeah, you know, but I mean, it was like you were in a thunderstorm, you're basically gonna get hit by fucking lightning if you didn't get under cover. Yeah. yeah, like every time. And I just thought that I was like, I mean, is it that realistic? Because he's like getting hit by electricity, I, aren't that? You I agree. To, no, uh, yeah, yeah. Hide your, well, all yeah. you gotta do is hide your no. metal. All the just metal don't have metal anything yeah. equipped. Really? Yeah, yeah that's just a, don't equip I, it. Yeah. I figured that out. Still <laughs> too late. Still. <laughs> but, yeah. No, still, no, no. I agree. A, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's annoying. Um, could you have metal stuff if you had that rubber suit? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other the other big one for me was just the the, the stamina wheel being yeah. right in the middle of the screen. I, I just mm-hmm. felt like, you know, after a while, it was like, I get it. It was, it, it was under, you know, I understood what it was for. I just felt like putting it right in the middle of the fucking screen was a, was yeah. a it was in, uh, intrusive. It was just. Like, I wonder, yeah, no, I completely agree because I played this game without the HUD. Uh-huh. Like, the only thing you couldn't take off, I took everything off, but the only thing you couldn't take off was the hearts. Mm-hmm. But I wish they did find another way to. Okay, Link is getting tired now, and you're, it's gonna waste. You know, just like, moving well, to the top left corner, or just something like that for yeah. stamina. If you're just talking stamina, it would have been fine. Like, just off to the side. Or you just, just make them like pulse. 
red. Like, I mean, they mm-hmm. do that in a lot of games, don't they? Or, like, the stamina can be the hearts. And then it the would show start. you while well, like the it's a darker heart, red of hearts, and while you're running, like it could just lighten itself until it gets to the end. So it gives you that that just like, a different shade of red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so it's like like I'm all about like less on screen to make me like just not have all kinds more. of text and stuff. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with like my TV burning and stuff. <laughs> like, I'm so scared of that. Yeah, Persona still has it's already gone, but I could still barely see it. But I haven't tried to take it off, so it's oh, okay. it's 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 been rubbing itself out <laughs> for like three months. <laughs> so uh, for me, the annoying. I mean, they were bad. I just I was disappointed with the boss fights. They were they're way too easy for me. Like, yeah. Even the first yeah. one, the first one was still. I had a little bit of trouble with it, but nowhere near as much as I that I, sh- I feel like I should have. Um, yeah, those they're. I went through them without without dying once, and each, I think I probably died once in the with the first one just to because I was still kind of getting the hang of, of mm-hmm. what to do. But everything else was really easy. Even Ganon was was easy. I died once, but other than that, it was still pretty easy. No, I don't think I died at all. No, no, when I fought Ganon, I didn't die mm-hmm. once. Well, yeah, the boss fights for me were probably the most annoying ones because I felt it too easy. Mm-hmm. Um. For me, I think it was when it was like you explained earlier, like being able to switch your weapons was easy. But then, like I think some of what ended up getting annoying for me was I wanted to change uh, bow and arrow, but I couldn't change bow and arrow because the slot was taken up by swords. So you had to pause the game, switch to bow and arrow, okay, and yeah, attach yeah. it. But if you pull the bow and arrow, then you can change different bows and arrows. So that was weird, and then also. Getting available slots wasn't bad, but then when you realize that it was 900 Kurok seeds, Kuroki seeds, or whatever seeds you want to call it, like that's a lot. And as it ended up upgrading, it's like, oh, now you need 50 for yeah, one slot. For one it's slot, like, yeah. shit, man. Like, I mean, but you don't really I, need that find much, a, though. You don't need that much. I just find the strongest ones and I keep like four of them because, I mean, more, the, the bows don't really break yeah. that quick. But it's more like, did we really need 900? Like, I get it, but. I'm not going to get the 900. Like, they even say you don't need all 900 seeds yeah. to unlock all the slots. Yeah. But still, like, that's still a lot of seeds. Just, I mean, even I, if it was 400. For me, it's just thinking, like, making people explore the game a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, I would, I would, I would like it if it was a um, more different things, you know? It, maybe cut a, cut those 900s to be, like, hey, um, 100 seeds or... Um, a hundred acorns and a hundred apples. I don't know. Something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's all different stuff. So, um, the game as a whole, I enjoyed it. But as I, I talked about earlier with the Divine Beast and the shrines, over time, aesthetically, it was there was a theme. The look of it was like because of the guardians and, and the look of that. Um, I would like to see maybe in later uh, Legend of Zelda games for it to be more hidden mm-hmm. as in uh, if you ever played the first tomb raider i liked how some to- many tombs they had like if you walked by something or if you walked near a tomb it would kind of like this ring would happen like oh i'm near a tomb and then you'd find like oh is, is that it and it's the hole and then you go inside and oh whoa it's a tomb inside a cave i kind of want something like that like whatever the next zelda game is i kind of want the shrines instead of like Oh hey, like some shrines could be. I like some of the shrines where you had to do a puzzle mm-hmm. to to to, like to rise, rise up. Yeah. yeah. Um, other ones where oh it's down there. I'm gonna go there. I would like better shrine not not shrines, but actually them to be in caves or hidden areas. Well, like, some of them were. Remember those that one that you couldn't find. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like it being the cave or one of them could be inside a giant tree trunk or something okay. i don't know like you know what i mean like change it up a bit yeah. change it to where it blends in with the world so yeah they don't, yeah like because you're still exploring like that's a great thing about this game. Like, some, you're exploring yeah. some i'm of saying let's go fucking crazy yeah. and like exploring exploring like oh shit i fell through this hole what oh shit this is a cave oh shit this is you know a puzzle like that that's pretty cool you know like that yeah. i would like something like that it's just more of like what i would like yeah. you know some of yeah, like some of them were, were like really hidden like they were hard to find because you could turn on your shrine, the, the locator, 
mm-hmm. and you could feel it hear it beeping and you'd just be walking around the whole like the whole area mm-hmm. and just not find it and then you notice oh, oh shit it's under under the fucking under this mountain or yeah, something. yeah, it's yeah. like a platform dude some of them are crazy like i like to see that i like that part that's why something like that mixing yeah. that type of thing would be fun like i as much as like sometimes i'd be like this thing's going off i'm near one where yeah, the yeah. fuck is it i and still had, had to run a mile to go under <laughs> yeah. something like that was really cool yeah, like some of those, like, some of those were really cool because, uh, like that one that I told, well, that you that, remember the one that you uh, were trying to find out where you, you got you get the, the snowball and you just throw it down a mountain yeah, and it yeah. collects the snow and makes a bigger uh-huh. a bigger ball and it just I figured it out, but what was pissing me off was like it doesn't have enough momentum yeah. to break open that door and that was what was getting me mad. Like yeah. I knew what I needed to do, but every time I threw it. It would go off to the side or yeah. something. Yeah. I w- what I did was just like kind of collect it, like move it around, collect mm-hmm. it, make it collect some uh, yeah, some snow, too. Uh-huh. and then just throw it. And then it would have en- it would pick up enough snow to make it heavy enough to break through the yeah the door. What was your guys's to you guys like? What was one of your favorite moments like in the actual game? Set it up. Set up what was going on and how you felt and in the area and surroundings. Uh, I would say for me the my favorite moment probably was just getting to the actual uh, the castle and like getting through the, the the end game basically was probably my favorite moment of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there were shrines that there were a lot of stuff that was cool, but I felt like that that final, you know, the push, getting you know, getting across into the castle, kind of like sneaking in, um, everything finally getting in there and then making it to the end um, to Battle Ganon. Um, was I, I felt like as far as end games go it was really well done did you go through the front door i did not no i went through the back door <laughs> <laughs> back door man <laughs> well, what was crazy though was like when you start off and you'd go anywhere near hyrule castle like how scared i would be scared like Fuck i'm not yeah, ready crazy. for yeah. any of this you'd see those um the guardians around there uh-huh. Fuck, yeah i can't yeah i can't do this now yeah, even scary. uh when you had to get that um that memory or was it the picture inside the one that's in yeah. there that yeah. one was because uh, I got that one not I don't want to say early on but it was you know a little over halfway through the game just getting up there to do that was like and you, hear, I, that, and you hear the Terminator music <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> uh, just just the fact that like just doing that like I remember getting it and then getting out of there I was thinking afterwards fuck it's gonna be fucking crazy to have to go back there at the mm-hmm. end you know you did but um, I, just for me it was it was definitely the end game and um uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, for me, and I think a big part of it is, again, I'm a big fan of boss fights, and I actually dug that last boss fight mm-hmm. with Ganon because it, 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 even though he kind of still looked the same, it felt different. It yeah, was yeah. a little bit different, more more so and more grand than the, the ones uh, inside the mm-hmm. the Divine Beast. So, um, yeah, I would say Endgame for me was, was probably my favorite, one of my favorite moments. There was other moments, too. Uh, I was, you know, I didn't, I... There's still a lot of areas that I didn't even fucking explore in my playthrough, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I mean, there's stuff that, I mean, there's, like, the big, the extra, like, side bosses or, you know, mini bosses, like, throughout just the game world that I kind of would see and then just, God, I don't really want to deal with that. I'm right not ready now. for that yet, yeah. Yeah, and I think I always said that. So, I never, a lot of times I never even went back to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I know that, um, which is kind of <clears throat> cool because, like, for me, I have a feeling, like, once the second DLC comes out and you get more of that campaign, mm-hmm. I think that's when I'll actually come back and start attacking a lot of the stuff that I missed. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. I will be coming back to the game for oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, as of now, right now, I would say definitely the end game stuff was probably my favorite. But uh, For me, it's just the... A lot of the bigger monsters in the game. Mm-hmm. But one in particular is uh, the Molduga. You Which know the one, one in the one? in the desert? Oh yeah! I remember the first time I it was like a giant. Have you seen that, Joe? Have you gone in the desert where you're walking in the desert and there's like this giant tremor just following you and then it just pops up like you know how whales fucking jump up in the. I don't think I saw uh, that. No, it's fucking it's crazy, dude. Mm. It's it's huge. So there's like a in the desert, it'll come up like a, I think it hears you or something. It's like like tremors. Cause and I stayed it, on the path on uh, uh-huh. well, uh you, when I was in yeah. the desert going through like that whole area. Yeah. So. But there's one like you just uh you just kind of like I was just messing around and then there's like a oh. giant rock, like it's a platform pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just for you to walk on. Uh, this it's called the Molduga. It's just fucking just jumps up and the first time it killed me because I don't know what the fuck is going on. It scared me. But uh, after a while, I just kind of tried to figure out how to fight it. So mm-hmm. all you gotta do is like 
throw stuff to make to to make a noise, noise on the ground. Like, like, yeah. So it'll it'll pop up, and then you can just throw a bomb. Where they also have like barrels of, of uh, gas, and you just blow them up. And it takes a while to kill them. It's like longer than any any boss battles. But that was like that was fun. That was like a lot of fun just killing that. Like I wanted. I don't know how to like like uh, attract them. Like I wanted to fight another one because they were fucking hard, and I yeah, want to try yeah, to do yeah. it again. I did. I killed two of them. Yeah, I figured it out. I've yeah. only done one, but it was it was that was like for me the the most fun I had just fighting in like actual fighting in the game yeah. a lot I mean there's a lot of stuff like exploring and stuff but that one for me was the most entertaining thing it took me a while to beat it but it's still it was it was a lot of fun yeah and just like finding there's one where I just same area around the same area the desert area I jumped off of a mountain and I glided down and I just see these like I think like seven or eight statues mm-hmm. have you seen that oh yeah yeah I was like, what the fuck is this <laughs> and it ends up being a puzzle like it's yeah, a yeah. shrine mm-hmm. but I just like I hadn't I I probably had like a hundred hours in already, and I yeah. found that I was like, "What the fuck is this? I haven't yeah. seen this." Then like, that happens a lot. Yeah, like that that for me that was the most surprising thing. But there's a, there's there's still been like a lot of stuff that I have I, like it surprised me. Like, whoa, I never saw this the first time I passed by, mm-hmm. and just so much hidden shit in it. Boy, for me, it's like my favorite hands down moment, and I like like. The thing that made me just love this game was it was, you know, I was running in a field of tall grass and it was raining. It was nighttime, raining, the rain's coming down, lightning, you know, you hear it off in the distance and, you know, I'm just exploring, you know, it's, it's just that time where I'm messing around and I'm exploring and I'm running. I'm trying to climb rocks, but it's slippery and I'm starting to fall. And then out of nowhere, I hear this sound. I'm like, what's that sound? What? sounds like music where's that coming from and then i start walking a little bit forward and then the sound cuts away and i don't hear it anymore i'm like all right let me go back and then i hear it again and then i follow it i follow the music and i keep walking and i'm walking through you know the rain and the tall grass and then once it gets louder and louder i see this giant bird with the accordion playing his song you know and then i walk up to him and i just stand there like listening to the song that he's doing which I think is like, I don't know, like to me it was just kind of like an Italian feeling to it, with it, mm. and he's just playing, an and, and I'm just staring, and I'm like, he's a beautiful looking, colorful bird, like, not giant, giant, but he's taller than Link, and, and then I could see that I talked to him, and then I talked to him, and I was like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, oh, this is what I'm doing out here? Oh, this is the song that I learned from my master. And he's like, you want to hear it? And in the area that he's at, there's a puzzle for a shrine, and he talks about, yeah. he, he does a song, it. he sings about it, and it's a way to unlock that shrine. It's pretty much like a, like, it's, I don't know, just like kind of hints at what, what what you have to do, mm-hmm. but it's really, some of them are hard, some of them aren't too, too difficult, but yeah, he pretty much says what, in a, like, not too cryptic, but in a certain, some of the crypt, cryptic yeah. way that, that you have to do to, to make a, the shrine yeah. rise. And that character's name is Cass, and he was—he's probably like my hands-down favorite character in the whole game. And you meet him throughout the world in different areas, whether it be a shrine or just to learn new songs from him. From him, and I completed his trial, and I found—I got to listen to the actual final song of what the whole song. Everything he's done is one final big his master song that he taught him, which I thought was great. Like that when it ended, I was like, oh. I'm not gonna experience this anymore. Mm-hmm. And I felt sad. Like I was like, yeah. shit, this is it. Like I finished it. He's done. I'm not gonna hear him anywhere anymore. So that kind of got me sad, but it was cool because I got to finish it and actually hear the song that was passed down. And it was the passed down, the song of the legend, which is you, which is Link. So to me, that was like my favorite moment in, in the actual game. Like my favorite character, my favorite moment. That's what made, that's what sealed this game for me.
getting to Hyrule Castle, fighting Calamity Ganon. Joe, you spoke on on it, um, but I just want to see more of like, you know, just like you said, Bethel, the music, like going into there just felt like it pumped you up and the music changed as you were going levels. And I ended up going through the front door once I was all leveled up and everything and just like bow and arrow in hand, taking out enemies, just like I was going like, I went into the game like, I'm fucking, let's do this, I'm down. Let's go, boom, open up the doors, take them out to get to Calamity Ganon. Um, the look of Calamity Ganon was crazy. It was kind of like a reaper type of like skullish face with the Ganon hair. And he, he was like parts of all the other Calamity Ganons that were part of the, the shrine. Um, but if you were to unlock each uh, divine beast, they helped you out and cut his health in half. Because I think that first half, people were saying, if you didn't, if you just went from the beginning of Legend of Zelda to fight him, which you could do, you were basically just fighting each of the, those versions mm -hmm. of the final boss. So that's what they were taking out was that half. So you, it's basically you beating that already with the Divine Beasts. Um, but uh, I mean, what'd you guys think of that part in, in, in the actual inside the castle when you're fighting him? I thought that <clears throat> that fight was, I don't remember it too much to be honest, uh -huh. but... It, I remember liking it more than any of the other ones, but mm -hmm. it kind of some stuff like you had to change up your the how you fight it, right? Yeah, yeah. At certain moments, yeah, cause yeah. I, I do I do remember it was fun, but um, having the the champions help you like helped a lot. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I would use them like a lot, and especially with the uh, with the was it Goron the Goron, the Derek. Yeah, yeah. The big dude. Yeah, he helped me out a bunch just from holding the block button uh -huh. and then him uh, helping you out. Yeah, because each every time you beat a divine beast, each champion gave it gave you an ability that it's they like had. Mega Man. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I I would have to play it again to really like explain mm -hmm. how it was. But I do remember liking it more than any, any other ones. Yeah. Uh yeah, it was my favorite of the boss fights. Definitely, it, it was a lot of. Um, it was fun. I do remember he was, he had a, a bit more of a different, more more of an intimidating. He looked yeah. intimidating. Anyways, he was, he was way more intimidating he, than this. He would do the thing where he'd jump on the walls yeah. and climb like a spider mm -hmm. and then jump all in front of you, mm -hmm. like where to where you're like, oh shit. You know, like he was just boom. Yeah, and I think uh, it was the fun. I, I, I think for me, it was definitely the funnest of the um, the boss fights. Um, you know, I, that was the, for me, that was the one where it was like, wow, oh, that was pretty, it was pretty cool. You know, most of mm -hmm. the other, um, uh, the divine beasts, the boss fights, those those were okay. I was just like, eh, okay, yeah, same thing. But uh, that was the one for me that I was like, okay, this is pretty cool. It was definitely a solid uh, end to the buildup mm -hmm. of getting to him. Yeah, in the castle. And after you defeated that version of Calamity Ganon, uh, Ganon forms himself into the boar, mm -hmm. into into the boar form. Um, and Zelda gives you her shiny bow and arrow mm -hmm. of light that you would launch up in the air and then shoot specific spots on the actual giant boar. Mm -hmm. That part was, for me, kind of weak. Yeah. Like, I was hoping, like, I don't know, throughout, like, when they first teased this game, I thought we were going to have Shadow of the Colossus moments where you had to climb the beasts mm -hmm. or something. That didn't happen. Mm -hmm. um, but with, with the boar ending fight part... It was, anti just, it was anticlimactic. It looked cool, and you thought, oh, man, you're on the field. You're on the field. It's going to be crazy. I thought we are actually going to be not the whole Hyrule, but I thought we are going to be like going places. You, you know what it really felt like? Uh. It felt like um, one of the segments from when you first go on to a Divine Beast, but reversed. So you had the battle, and then you have... Uh, that's what it basically yeah, felt like yeah. to me. I mean, it wasn't a Divine Beast. It was a boar, but it was basically mm -hmm. you're on your horse. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It... This is what I was hoping for, and I'm kind of bummed because they did a lot of uh, Lord of the Rings stuff. And what I mean by that is, you know, they had Link slide on the shield and you can shoot the bow and arrow like Legolas in Lord of the Rings. I was hoping that that boar part, you'd have your swords and just kind of cut him in, in the legs to kind of topple him. I thought like a, a little bit more before you shoot him with the arrows. I don't know. I want a little bit more. That was that was a little bit disappointing. So then you you beat that. You defeat Calamity Ganon, and Hyrule is saved, and this, this, all of Hyrule, after a hundred years under all this crap, Zelda's released, 
Zelda comes back. If you got your memories or whatever, she tells you, do you remember me? And then that's the end of it. Um, if you collected all the memories, you have a little ending segment of them kind of, you know, she lost all her power, but then she talks about, hey, you know, I want to do more and explore more stuff in, in, in Hyrule, explore different things. And Link is still her, you know, her bodyguard. And that's the end. That's like the extra bonus that you get for getting all the memories. But yeah, that's how Breath of the Wild ends. And you know, as a whole, what do you guys what do you guys think of of Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild as a whole? I would say it was definitely um, a, a good start to this. I, I guess it's more modernized take on Zelda, like mo- modern as in play style, not mm-hmm. so much the setting. Um, uh, a, a good, a definitely a very very good first effort. Um, I think they're to be commended by a lot of things. Uh, yeah, there's some stuff here and there that wasn't a huge fan of overall in the game. But, you know, this is probably, you know, I beat, um, I'm like Beto, I beat um, Link Between Worlds. Um, when it come, I never beat the 64 Zeldas, I never really, mm-hmm. so it was able to do something that most of those other Zelda games never really did for me, which is just yeah. taking my attention. And it did so in a way that I was really, really, impressed with because they did it without like usually a game like that has to be really heavy story to get me to like commit that much time into and not to say that like again we wouldn't talk about story already it was it was more sparse because of how big the game was but it was just so much to do and so much fun that it really was um a very uh fun experience and i think uh, aside from a couple of the moments of the things that um that happened in the game that were kind of annoying which i already kind of went over I never ever in this game got that sense of like, God, I'm so fucking frustrated or, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I, yeah. and I know, you know, in a, in a previous episode, talking, we were talking about the Kingdom Hearts thing when I was playing that, how I get so frustrated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was nice to go into this game. And although I did lose at times and I'd get a little, you know, like, damn, okay, I got to figure these things out. I never, it was always fun. I enjoyed playing the game. I never, you know, I don't think I ever really, even with as much time as I put in the game, which is about as much time as I've ever put in any game, um, probably, um, I never felt like it never felt tedious to me it never felt like a grind i enjoyed playing you know everything in this game that i played and i mean i really didn't crack the surface there's a lot more stuff like i said that i can i'm gonna end up going through but um no man, I, it was is easily probably uh, you know i'll go out and say it's probably my i mean i don't have much else to judge off of compared mm-hmm. to the other releases but i mean it's the only zelda game i finished you know of the console releases so i'd have to say it's my favorite one you know <laughs> yeah Definitely a thumbs up. Not perfect. I, by any means, it's not perfect. Yeah. And I get it. And anyone that has, you know, gripes, you, you, I'm sure they're valid, you know, if, you know, but uh, definitely a, a, this is like Link Between Worlds. I was, I was, I really enjoyed, made me want to go back and play a Link, uh, Link, Link to the Past. Link to the Past, yeah. Yeah. Um, this game is making me look, really look forward to future, the future Zelda games. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely, it made me more of a fan now and more excited to play future Zelda games than I think any other game ever did. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. As um, for me, it's it's been one of my favorite games of the year. Like I, yeah, I, yeah. I go back to it. It's been a while, but I'll go back to it once in a while and still still enjoy. It. I'll play even if I play thirty minutes. I'll still have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really, I really like what they did. They just did something completely different, but still kept it. I don't know. I guess the same. <laughs> I guess compare. I mean, if, if it, it still harkens back to a lot of what the main staple Zelda yeah. stuff. What key, What makes Zelda yeah. a Zelda game? You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just like just said. I'm really looking forward to what what they're gonna do next with uh with any future um <clears throat> Zelda games. I mean, I kind of kind of hoping it's not the same. I mean, mm-hmm. if it is, I mean, some similarities, but uh yeah, just future future games. I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Where does the Zelda team go from here? Uh, I'd say there's a lot of um, elements that you can easily take from this game to make future games um, and to make a better game. Uh, but, you know... Can they do Hyrule again? I don't know. I Probably not. I, I would think they'd go so they'd take a different route, but then I wouldn't be completely surprised if they went and made a completely different game altogether from this game. And it maybe not even be an open world game. It could be, again, a closed world type game, but taking a lot of the stuff they learned from this game and kind of like even more so perfecting, you know, mm-hmm. 
the experience. So, I mean, you never really can tell with them. Yeah. It's hard to tell, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm definitely excited. Anything else they, you know, in the next other game they make and, you know, I'll definitely play it. Um, I want them to kind of focus. I would like them to do something like Link's Awakening. Something completely different away from Hyrule. I'm hoping her, you know, Nintendo doesn't usually do the same timeline mm -hmm. Zelda characters. It depends on certain ones, you know, like Ocarina of Time was part of Majora's Mask. Um, or Majora's Mask was part of after um, Ocarina of Time. Uh, a Wind Waker had um, a Phantom Hourglass. So certain games did. Legend of Zelda, then there was The Adventures of Link was the second one. So they do do, they do, do that. But with Zelda kind of saying that she wants to explore more outside of Hyrule, that'd be cool. I'd be fine with that. Um, I would also be fine. It doesn't. I don't think it has to be bigger. You know, it could be as big as it is, or a little bit smaller, and still have so much. Guys, I mean, there's still a lot you you haven't found. You know, in that game. But um, I'm up for a. Link's Awakening, Majora's Mask type of game. That'd be great. I really, I mean, I don't know enough about the <laughs> Zelda and these sort of stories to but, really... You know, like I told Joe, Joe, like, do you think they could do another Hyrule? Like, okay, this is a new Zelda again, open world like we did, and we're in Hyrule again, but it looks different. It's a I different Hyrule. I don't know. I think I, think I would want to play somewhere else. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, take play, have it take place somewhere else. Yeah. So that is The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. Thank mm -hmm. you. 